Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials and of Black culture. Oh my goodness. I just wanted to start this show by thanking each and every one of my castmates Maya, Ron, Mike B, and Q. They held it down last week. And y'all did like so good. And I just want y'all to know that I appreciate y'all for real, for real. You know, we are definitely appreciate Thank you. We appreciate the compliment, but you know, we you know, we're humble, but we know. The, 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 first, the first time you left, you know, people got mad with us. Do you remember that? They got mad. They really thought Randy was gone and we was replacing her. I'm like, but she left. Especially because Veronica came in and like All right, we had we had a, we had a host come right on. Play like that. People don't play like that, okay? Listen, I had to do. That's how people know we heard on this dang on show. Randy L P and R. I mean, and I have a other business, yes, and some other business. I had a deadline to me for a client, so you know I had to go kick you know where them coins and stuff. And I mean, you can say you guys are like black people. I'm sorry, what was that, Mike B? Ron, Ron oh. just said you don't like black people. I lo- oh, my God, I love people of color. You know what, Ron? Has she not played Millennial Match? the most Texas answer I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, from my understanding, you was on Mark Aram's show. Twice. You did I'm the podcast. You did the power pod. But you were not black educated and broke. I just well, you know, like you-, you know, the irony of all of these is because that was uh, not on a Wednesday. Those th- those days or things that you're mentioning were on a Monday and a Thursday and a Tuesday. And Wednesday was my deadline. But I... Well, you, you the boss. Listen. You set the date. Okay, where's my mute? Okay, um, boom on your ass. So I just need to let people know that, listen, this ain't <laughs> Randy's show. This is black educated and broke. We are all empowered. And I want uh, my black folks be empowered. Yes. Speaking of empowered says black educated and broke the podcast with randy okra listen i'm gonna slowly rise to this okay because we're talking about black empowerment because i'm just gonna ignore them so those who are watching on the visual i'm looking at my boobies too hard (laughs) so i am rocking bu i'm gonna zoom in close okay Shut up, my. They are listening. <laughs> Shout out to Shadi Poo. Anyway, so BU is for Black as Hell University. And, uh, you know, this is Root to the Good Bros. Um, this is, uh, you know, my boyfriend is his father's fans. And he has a T-shirt line, like I said, called Black as Hell University. So throughout the show, I'm going to drop it. their... I'm going to drop their stuff because it's, it's really cute. It's fun. I was telling them before we was recording the show that uh, one of our coworkers who is um, not of color, uh, you know, she clear. was like, what is your shirt? Uh-uh, clear. From the she, mountains of Caucasus. She was like, black, black <laughs> hazel. I'm like, black as hell. And, you know, she, she wants one now. So, hey, we can all get a shirt. We don't discriminate, okay? From black as hell university. But anyway, all right, I'm done. I can sit down. I have to do my little plug. Oh, I can't even sit down. Well, anyways, Mike B, you kind of sent me a couple of lists of things to cover. And I don't know which one I want to get into first. I'm going to probably do Pretty Ricky. Because who else was like a Pretty Ricky fan? I wouldn't, but I humped to their whole first album one time. You better have to stop on the campus of Lincoln University as uh, going to my senior year of high school. <laughs> it was a lot of uh, memories on that song. My, I saw your finger slowly go up. Don't be ashamed. Pretty Ricky was no, You really like. Yeah, it was a fun time. Maya got a visual look. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get a visual on this. Like, I see the leg and everything. <laughs> Had it back while people was watching. Boyers. <laughs> <laughs> Boyers. 
Which song? Uh, the whole Voyager album. Voyager is when you had sex and people was watching. And he said it was the whole album? Yeah, yeah that you're, it's Voyeurism. Oh, Voyeurs. Yes, right. Like with a V as in vagina. Absolutely. Great okay, analogy. <laughs> okay, bringing it back in to Pretty Ricky. So, you know, y'all remember Baby Blue? He's probably the least kind of maybe known one, Baby Blue. Somebody the, the, the said Shy look like him, the light skin him. I'm like, hell. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Shy, Shy look like Uncle Murder. Take on the paper. No, Uncle Murder. I'm a P Valley. You know what? You, okay, let me cute now. Everybody's getting all out of hand these days. I just don't know what's going on in America. Well, listen, for those who are interested, this is according to the shade room that Pretty Ricky's baby blue. Okay. We have to get it together. Let's get it together. Randy, they, they needed you. But we can still hear you from the black educator. Y'all are disrespectful. <laughs> Oh, if y'all hear these technical difficulties, y'all do know we are syndicated, so we in different studios in our home. Mute me. You're not muted. Right. Hello. We can hear you. Damn story, then, if you can hear me. Like I said, Pretty Ricky's baby boy, baby blue. He was charged in his 24 million COVID relief fraud scheme. And it makes me upset because it'd be like, there we go. They always say black people trying to scam and do stuff. And then you go out and do this. People really need that COVID money. And I just feel like that's for why? For why? There's a white dude that taught it to him. Huh? True. There's a white dude that taught it to him. You think he didn't learn his own? No. He got a different white dude. I actually got approached on doing this. I had to turn it down. I don't know. I, I wasn't trying to do fed time. But all he had to do was uh, get somebody with a small business who wanted to take out home and the max was like 34th house. And all I had to do was get you in there. It's up to you to pay it back. If you want to pay it, pay it. If not, it's still on you, but kick me my dividends. And you got 34 bands. What? Minus my fee, yeah. I, I did. Happy snap. Okay, well, you know, well, listen, we just, you know, we just got to do it the right way, y'all, you know. Listen, we all get get on hard times. We can't be doing this, like, fair, like, you know, like, come on now. Like, it's, that's, that's too risky. I just think people, they take it like a gamble. Like, I was the chance of me getting called. And the next thing y'all know, you got called. You called. Okay. Anyway, but the next thing, speaking of this whole money situation, made me think about Trump. Okay, uh, Trump. President Trump, did he have COVID? Did he not have COVID? I don't know. But nevertheless, did y'all see the, the, how to back and forth this week? It's like he gets well, and then he tries to take away the stimulus money. It's like, no. Then he says, you got to wait till after the election. Then to come back and say, oh, I am going to go ahead and give you guys the money if I win. This dude is doped up. Something is wrong with him. He a base head. Like, none of this is making sense. He, him being a narcissist, he, he's taking it out on the, the country. He's a fucking sociopath. This don't make sense. If you can help people, why wouldn't you help people? But it's nothing new. Like, nothing is shocking. Because if it could mm -hmm. help people, he would have told us in February that this shit was coming and we need to shut shit down. Mm -hmm. How you to my point. He does not care about anybody poor, period. He don't care nothing about middle class, none of that. He don't give a damn about y'all, but y'all gonna vote for him. Go right on ahead. They will vote. I don't know how you withholding uh, money from a relief fund. It's supposed to help the country. That's a new, that's a new bill. 
And the so, same way he tried to hold that money from uh, who was that? He was trying to get some dirt on from Joe on Joe Biden, and he wouldn't get him the money. It was some money he was supposed to give him, and he wouldn't give it to him because he wanted dirt on he Joe threw, Biden. He done threw everybody under the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody. Walk around the club. Ain't nobody got time for this president, but yeah, they all that going back and forth with uh, Madam Speaker Pelosi. Uh, good day. I'm, I'm sick of sick of both of them, really. If y'all think a 74 year old man got COVID and beat in three days, you out of your rabbit ass mind. <laughs> but what's that meme going around with future? Ain't no way. Ain't no <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all are crazy. Oh my god. On that note, guys, well, we got a lot more That's to cover on the show. You know, as you see, you get the vibe. It's about to be a fun filled show. We got Melody News coming up. You know, Mike B is keeping us informed so we can know what's going on in black culture. Also, I'm excited. We got a slap it or dappy guest. It's been a while. Um, shout out to our, I will say his name instead on this next break. I'm gonna give you a little sample of his music. And then we have another guest coming in. Black Educated and Fatherhood. Y'all don't want to miss this. It's going to be a really good, informative show. So come right back here on Black Educated and Broke. Imagine a world with Black teachers, lawyers, politicians, and developers. Imagine funds allocated for Black entrepreneurship, local food banks, and a platform to educate. Ethopia.org pools resources within the Black community. Learn to network and seek employment opportunities from trusted authorities. It's time for Blacks in Power. Register today at Evopia.org. For the latest headlines in Black America, tune in to Black Educated and Broke Weekly for your melanin news with Mike B. It's kind of be hard for us to, to um, play some with all his bass right here. No excuses. But I can actually yes. play the um, the, uh, the, the latest song that we dropped. It's called Alone. The okay. song that we sent. So it's like this. Social distance, but I need it. So conceited. I gave you all of me, but you wasted my time. educated and broke hope you've been enjoying what you've been listening so far you got a little snippet of our slap it or dap it uh mr will gittens yeah i think i said it right okay so we're gonna be having him on a little soon there but right before the break i was teasing melanin news mike b he got this sewed up with all things going on in black culture what's going on mike b 
15 hours of audio recordings that were made public in Louisville after one juror sued to make the proceedings public. Mike B., what are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about the grand jury proceedings and the fatal police shooting of Breonna Taylor was not included our juror deliberations or prosecutor recommendations and statements. Those were not recorded, and that's according to Attorney General Daniel Cameron and the uh, and his office via the Associated Press. NAA, the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund says it will release its own assessment of how the evidence was presented after a review of all the recordings. So this is your Melanin News. This is from thegrio.com. Who is Jonathan Price? A 31-year-old black man fatally shot by police while breaking up a fight between a man and a woman at a local gas station. Witnesses say that Price tried to break up the fight inside the store, but the situation moved outside. When police officers responded to the scene, Dallas civil rights attorney Lee Merritt says this on his Facebook page, quote, when police arrived, I'm told he raised his hands and attempted to explain what was going on. Police fired tasers at him, and when his body convulsed from the electrical current, they perceived a threat and shot him, and later he died at the hospital, end quote. Now, personal opinions are all over social media about some thoughts that came from Price. However, Price was considered a community pillar. He was a former athlete employed by the Walford City. Randy, how far is that from uh, Dallas? I never heard of that. Probably like a little small town, Walford City is in Texas. Okay. And he was also a fitness trainer. Former MLB player Will Middlebrooks, a childhood friend, has raised over $89,000 to cover funeral costs. Now, in a turn of events, the officer, Sean David Lucas, 22 years old, now, he initially was placed on administrative leave. But he was arrested earlier this week and charged with murder. The bond is set at $1 million. And y'all remember that St. Louis couple that waved their guns to the uh, Black Lives Matter protesters? And, you know, they were part of the yep. Republican National Convention. Well, they've been indicted by a grand jury. Dummies. Dummies. <laughs> they've been charged with felony unlawful use of a weapon. But, of course, uh, Missouri Governor Mike Parson has said he will pardon the couple if they are convicted. Oscar Grant, the 22-year-old black man fatally shot by a transit officer in 2009 in Oakland, California. But prosecutors are reopening the investigation. The Alameda, is that how you say that state from the Bay? Alameda County? Alameda. Is that Alameda? Alameda. Alameda County. Okay. The Alameda County DA says that Grant's killing greatly impacted the county and the state. The officer was convicted of involuntary manslaughter but was released from prison only after serving 11 months. Now, no details in the plan, but the DA has assigned a team of lawyers to look back into what caused the death of Grant, which we know. Evidence will be re-evaluated as well as the statute of limitations will help make a new determination. And this is big news. California Governor Gavin Newsom has nominated a candidate who could be the first openly gay justice and the only third black man to serve on the state's highest court if he's confirmed. His name is Judge Martin Jenkins. He's a former NFL player for the Seattle Seahawks, turned civil rights attorney and county prosecutor. He's been a judge since 1989. Catch all these stories on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. That's Black Educated and Broke. Follow me on Twitter, Mike B underscore news. I'm Mike B. And these are your headlines. Thank you so much for keeping us informed with all of those headlines. Like, wow, so much to cover. Like, woo, fix it, Jesus. I'm ready to see this, especially this Oscar Grant thing. If they're going to reopen the case, 
then I yeah. hope they seriously uh, um, really look into it. In that yeah. Game. They might. Yo. That cop that killed George Floyd is on bail, too. One million I've bail. I've heard that, but uh, yeah, he I'm going to see how this goes. Of course, you know money was going to get raised. Like, come on now. Yeah, it's like, this is, made it seem like it was a Christian site that was raising the money for him. Yeah, that surprise you? They Christians, all right. Yeah, they Christians. <laughs> well, anyway, isn't, uh, the well, the, isn't that the uh, Fruitville Station? Fruitville Station, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. That movie's sad. I can't watch. I only watched that once. I'm on I can't watch it. Yeah, watch time. Yeah. Watch time. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's hard. No, I said, they talking about looking at evidence uh, at his uh, district attorney of that county. But, uh, like, we we know how he was killed. It's, we know how he died. We know. Keep it moving. You're going to go and investigate this, especially on behalf of, of the family who's been pressuring uh, local politicians for the last 11 years since he died. Just reopen it and go and look into it for real, for real. Yeah. Like, don't play with this. Don't play with these folks. Yes, don't play with it. And, and let, let's but come back and keep listening, guys. I know we're getting heavy right now, but when it comes to some melanin news, all melanin news isn't going to be positive news. We just want to get justice. That's all we're about. But um, coming up next, though, I'm actually I'm going to kind of toss this to Q because we have our Black Educated in Fatherhood and the special guest, Roots of the Bruz. Go ahead, Q. Who's our next special guest coming out here? Oh, man, we got uh, my LB He's in the building today. We're out the Daryl Golden. So when we come back, We'll jump in with him, see what he has going. Um, talk some fatherhood. That easy. All right, so come back, guys, right here on Black Educated and Broke. All right. Are right, you supposed to say Brizzo? <laughs> that needs a social media makeover or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence allow Randy O PNR to take the wheel from posting content to engaging with customers Randy O PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs for a list of all of their services go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O PNR take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randio PNR to handle it for you. What's good, y'all? It's Will Gittins. And it's JR. We're the Island Boy. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Wait, hold on. And we're going to be moving in this one, eh? Hey, it's D Golden from Daryl2Golden.com. Handling all your video needs, and I stay listening to Black Educated and Broke. We are back here on Black Educated and Fatherhood. Uh-huh, that's what I said. I know we used to say Black Educated and Broke. But before the uh, break here, we were talking about Black Educated in Fatherhood. That is what we're going to be talking about on this next segment. And we got a special guest, Langston University alum in the building from the uh, journalism department with the Mrs. Carolyn Ross. Okay, so I'm just giving you a little bit right there. And root to the good bros. Okay, Omega Freaky Style. Bye. All right, I'm done with that part. Now, let me read his bio so you can see. How so smart this guy is. I'm gonna give him more. I got more for them for you, boo. They gotta know. This is this is the good bros, and he got a lot going on, and we need to share this. His name is what? Daryl Golden the second. He's a photojournalist, videographer, and an editor. He's a husband, okay, to Keandra. Is that how I say it? 
Yep, you're correct. All right, come on, King. And a father to Mrs. Kendall Rose. Hey, little baby. He was born and raised in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and graduated high school in Arlington, Texas. I did not know that. You know, I went to oh, Lancaster, well, Texas. Texas. Yeah, uh, I got Boy. I got a little DFW tie. Come on, look at us. Okay, I got. Let me keep reading. Um, after Texas, uh, for moving from his sophomore year, he is a self-proclaimed one-hit wonder. He played football for Langston University, LU. Mm-hmm, put your L's up. Uh, starting his freshman year, but injuries cut that short. He did graduate from Dear Langston with his bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism. As did Renal, as did Randio, just putting that out there. Uh-huh. And also, he's earned a master's degree. Oh, well, look, for real, an adult in higher education. Come on, uh, Daryl. And training from the University of Central Oklahoma. I didn't know that, dude. Shout out to you. I'm sorry. As I'm reading his bio, guys, my thoughts are just being shared with it. Just enjoy. All right. Immediately following his time from Langston, he started his career in TV news as a video editor, then photojournalist for the NBC affiliate K4TV in Oklahoma City. While in Oklahoma City, he covered the 2012 Oklahoma City Thunder Western Championship run. President Barack Obama's arrival in El Reno, Oklahoma, the 2016 Orange Bowl, plenty of tornadoes, and even won a few awards, one of them being a national Emmy. Those in journalists know that's a really big deal. Congratulations. And then after his stint in Oklahoma City, he joined the NBC affiliate WSMB-TV in Nashville in 2017, still as a photojournalist. And in the last three years, being in Nashville, he's covered the NHL finals, the NFL draft, as well as the Waffle House shooting. You're going to tell us about that. Um, which he was on the scene photographed when that took place. His station in himself won a regional Edward R. Murrow Award for breaking news after tragedy took place. Congratulations on the award. You know, sorry for the tragedy, but congratulations on the award. Very big award. Okay, and yeah, y'all, that's all I got. I'm going to get the rest of Q. His, uh, his LB. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> what's up, hey, dog? Yeah, what's happening? Appreciate y'all for having me on. I, hey, baby. Uh, my daughter <laughs> is right here in the background. Hi, just, you know, Yeah, just, uh, you know, playing towards the thing. But, uh, yeah, I kind of felt like a guest pastor, you know, you know just reading the bio. <laughs> oh, Lord. In, you know, just trying to get in game mode. I love a guest pastor. <laughs> That's the last thing we need is a minister on this show. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, well, that might be exactly what we need. An anointed. Continue. <laughs> so, in uh, the bio, uh, we didn't hit on the fact that you have your own podcast. All right. Fatherly figure. Tell us about that a little bit before we get into some of your more accomplished accolades in your career. Yeah, so I started a podcast uh, literally probably the, like a week or two before my daughter was born last year in September. So um, I, I wanted to have on other fathers on to kind of talk about, you know, specific topics, whether it was, you know, dealing with finances and family, fatherhood, um, just, you know, I'll, I'm always looking for folks to kind of give advice um, and kind of share their experience and stuff like that. So uh, the first episode I had my father on to give him, to have him on to tell him about his experience, fatherhood, raising me and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, like I said, it's, you know, really, really um, cool little show. Um, it's, you kind like of breathe over your father, but you got to make it known that 
Yo, Pops is a Chiefs fan. All right, go get back to <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, he's a Chiefs fan. Unfortunately, I didn't follow the same path. You know, still his nation. Smart man. Holler at me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and congratulations. I, I told him I, I was so happy that he got a chance to finally see his first Super Bowl in his lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took long enough. Like seeing the first black president, one. Right, right. Uh, rare occasions and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. Y'all chill out. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but like I said, um, yeah, just um, again, just wanted to you know give uh, guys I know, uh, fathers I know, fathers that uh, that I meet meet in everyday life, an opportunity to kind of you know uh, talk about them and talk about their experiences. So tell us, you know, some more about the podcast. Uh, you've had your father on. Any uh, memorable guests you've had? Something specific that stood out more than something else? Um, it's funny, um, probably the, the most memorable uh, guest I had, um, was a, a friend of mine, uh, Preview and him alum, uh, Richard White. He is not the father, but, you know, he did come on the show to talk about mental illness and him dealing with, you know, mental health issues and, uh, him dealing with depression and stuff like that. And I just thought that was like super impactful. Um, it, it, it was, um. So, cause I, I've been very fortunate not to have to deal with depression. Uh, I've actually kind of experienced anxiety for the first time, uh, you know, with everything going on uh, in the world and also just, you know, George, dealing with George Floyd and just working in the news. So uh, like I said, it was super insightful. Uh, I never really got an opportunity to really sit down and talk with somebody. I'm sorry, my daughter is like... We are, we are unfiltered baby. here on Black <laughs> Educated and Fatherhood. What you hear is what you gonna get, because we real up in That's here. Right. Go ahead. She a part of the show. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. I'll just... <laughs> that's, why I got, that's why I got the white background here and stuff. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, baby. Oh. But yeah, but um, like I said, just getting an opportunity to uh, talk to you know somebody that uh, has dealt with that. And like I said, I, it was, again, it was super insightful for me. It gave me a better understanding to you know, for those who have to deal with those issues, so so like, but when, it's on. I'm sorry, it's on all platforms. So you know, same thing. Like I said, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, SoundCloud, the whole nine yards. I just want to know, like, when people go to your podcast, what do you want them to get out of it? Like, what what is your what is your mission for them? Um, my my hope is that you know somebody can you know hear someone else's story. And, you know, relate to that experience, uh, learn from it. Again, like I said, not every situation uh, that I have somebody to come on and talk about, you know, uh, that I experienced. So it's like I said, it's a learning opportunity for myself. And I want it to be a learning opportunity for others as well. That, um, that makes complete sense. And um, what's it like being a father? Has uh, it been like, has it changed you at all? Like, what is are you a new person? <laughs> uh, no, I think it just like, you know, amplifies who I am as a person. Um, I, fatherhood has been like an incredible experience. It has uh, taught me a great deal about patience. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty laid back, calm, level-headed person. But like I said, it's just, uh, it's, it's taught me to be patient, you know, with uh, another individual. Also, uh, you know, I want to really drive on the point of being patient with my wife as well. I mean, because both of us both have different ambitions that we're trying to achieve working full time. She's uh, she will be Dr. Golden here yes. in December. So 
like I said, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really just, like I said, just trying to learn, um, you know, how to manage time. Um, and it's, like I said, it's just a great experience. Uh, like I said, I, I enjoy the good, the bad, the ugly. And like I said, um, it's just a really great working relationship that I have with my wife. And um, yeah, so like I said, it's, it's truly a wonderful experience. And Daryl, how old are you again? I just turned 30 in August. Okay, 30. So, you know, I still consider that, like, you right in the cusp part here. So I want you to answer this question after our break, but do you feel like you waited too late to have to still have your first child, or do you feel like you could have waited a little later? So um, I want you to answer that, you know, because, yeah, you're a millennial dad, and that's, you know, that's of course, that's becoming more of a normal, but some people are wishing that they would have waited and feeling the opposite, and we want to know what you think. So, guys, if you want to hear what Daryl Golden, the second, okay, Mr. Photojournalist, uh, what he thinks about, you know, hey, did I have kids too soon? Was it too late? I know y'all want to know. I want to know. You got to keep it locked right here on Black Educated and Broke. I'm listening to Black Educated and Broke. All righty, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Fatherhood with Daryl Golden, um, you know, Langston University alum, you know, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, you know, photojournalist in the news, all that amazing stuff, that guy. So right before the break, we were talking about, I asked him a question. So, you know, at 30 years old, you had your first child. Do you feel like it was too soon or do you feel like, oh, I, I should have had it sooner? Mike is on you. The microphone uh, is on you, Daryl. Yes. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> people think about yeah. that. Like, Wait a minute. Can't even talk. A little spit it out, right? For a second, I thought she talking about Mike B. I was just like, oh. Mm, I ain't got no yeah. kids. Wait a minute. <laughs> you no. know. Uh, right, let, me, let me check my text. <laughs> no, but um, I, I think, you know, we hit a really sweet spot. Um, So it's funny. My mom had me when she was 19. And so even as a kid, you know, she drilled in our heads, like, you know, hey, make sure you live your life before you make this decision on uh, having kids and stuff. So um, it, 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 that is a cycle that has uh, taken place in my family. Like everybody had kids real young and they, you know, teens or early 20s and stuff. So um, I knew like going in, even before I met my wife, that, that this, around, this would be around the age that <clears throat> I would want to do that. Um, so I, so I think, like I said, I think it was perfect. Like our, our child was playing like literally like down to the, Hey, she like, Hey, it's time. We got to go do our thing and stuff with her. Oh, so, good. It wow. might be TMI. <laughs> no, but that's all right. We need to know that. That's what I need to do. Okay. Plenty. All right. I, I didn't need the visual. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> now you know how look, I look, feel early. By the way, what? <laughs> huh. Yeah. So, but, oh, yeah. So like I said, you know, um, thing is with uh, my career working in television like people uh, hop markets like every two to three years um things that just kind of worked out for me um just working down to the team putting me where i need to be in, in life and stuff so um i i don't know like if i wasn't married if i wasn't you know a father i, I definitely would probably be you know same thing doing like everybody else all, all other all my other colleagues and just hop in different cities and uh, experiencing that so uh, Cause like I said, there's especially news. There's like you know working at network. I could you know possibly be that on call photographer to cover every major event and stuff like that. So I know I won't be able to do that if I want to be home with my family and stuff like that. So, um, but like I said, I I, I think we we hit it right around the right time and uh, 
Um, and like I said, I always say thing, you know, what was told to me, hey, make sure, you know, you get the opportunity to live your life. Uh, if people have children earlier, then cool and stuff. I, you know, not to say I wouldn't have been able to handle it, but, you know, I, I think we did it right when it was our time. I think that's a, a good point for our field. Um, I know I've noticed a lot of time. well, I can't say a lot of times, it's more of a general statement, but more often than not, you'll see journalists who don't have children. And a lot of, sometimes they're not even married. Like it's kind of just them uh, living their life until they get to a certain point where they've established themselves in the field. And then they'll start the family aspect. So, uh, I mean, for some people, it, it does take a, a strong um, partner even if you're not married, somebody that's going to be able to be like, listen, I got to go to work and this is breaking news. I got to leave like right now and go take care of this. And then, you know, be back. Everybody can't handle that. And then all jobs aren't like that, man. It kind of breaks it up. So it's it's dope that, you know, for those who have a partner who can hold that down, that does it. But if you can wait, then I'd say wait. I'd say wait for Nine times out of nine. I'm doing I'm doing that part because but I'll give I agree with you though. But you know, I, I I've noticed um I guess for being in Atlanta, uh the journalists that come in here in Atlanta, I guess with the Atlanta market, it's such a stable market for, for most. They are able to go ahead and, and be married, right. settle down, and and raise a family. But I'm one of those I, I love this field and uh it marriage and, and kids is just not my interest right now because right i'm, now, I'm yeah. ready to jump city i'm well, ready to go that's kind of funny that you bring it up and then i'm gonna talk to Jemaya because she had a couple of questions but you know that's kind of like my reality because here i am i consider myself i'm definitely i'm a journalist you know and i mm-hmm. am 33 years old i am single i do not have children you know yeah wait, i mean i have wait, a boyfriend but i'm talking but I'm, I'm not i'm not married <laughs> i ain't married Come on now, let's be real. You ain't married, so you're single. So, exactly, right. that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I have a boyfriend, but you know, but I'm at that age where it's like, okay, you know, I want to be married, but I'm not rushing that so much because I feel like that's a forever. I'm not really rushing the marriage. But then I'm also at age like, oh, I want kids. Like, oh my God, I want kids, I want kids. But oh, I want to be married first. Oh, but then my career. So it's, 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 yeah. it's, it get difficult, you know? And I think some people mm. like, you know, Randy, the hardest part, at least you got somebody, but it's like, you can have somebody, but it's, it's like you want timing. And then as a woman, you feel like time ain't always on your side because, you know, you feel like That's stuff's not working. That's what I figured was getting at uh, as far as that, that. As for you guys, as far as women, I think it's harder because you do hear this stereotypical biological clock thing. And as I've gotten older, like I have to call BS on it because we see women, you know, well into ripe age where their kids should be having kids, having, and then they're having children. So I, I think you should definitely do it on your time and plan on your time. And I don't think there's us, at least for us, I know I should be able to shoot my shit till I'm 65. <laughs> you feel me? And, and it still get to its target. Now, then I I just don't think that we should um, put a label on ourselves. And I think that I believe that at one point, but you should live your life until you get to a point where you feel like you actually are ready to get married and ready to have kids because that's mm-hmm. a whole nother responsibility. And I just didn't want to be no old parent. I ain't going to stunt. I ain't want to be, you know, my kid in a second, third grade, and I'm 50, 55. 
I just wasn't having it. I want to be able to run around and still be active. I'm, I'm tired today, son. I can't move. <laughs> so go ask go ask your cousin. No, nah, what you want to do? Cool, let's go hoop. Let's run down here, you know, kind of grow together. Go ahead, Maya. I just, I agree with you. I think it's more so God's time opposed to my time. So as long as he's telling me to keep waiting, I'm going to keep waiting. But I do want kids and I want marriage. I'm kind of traditional. I want the marriage first. Oh, yeah. However, comma, we're not talking about me. All right, Daryl, I got some questions for you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's get down to business. <laughs> All right. So you said that you started your podcast before your daughter was born, right? Yes. So do you feel like that prepared you for her arrival in any kind of way? Um, Hell no. Tell the truth, <laughs> man. <laughs> you can't it, get prepared. <laughs> it, it, it exposed me to a lot of things. I was just like, huh, this is, uh, it, it's hard to, I mean, you guys know how, uh, how much effort it takes to produce a podcast. So just like I said, it's really, you know, having to deal with time management. Um, okay. Hey, I'm really sleepy here. Like, am I going to, you know, take this opportunity to go to sleep or, you know, like I said, uh, work on this little bit of work and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but I guess no to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> and the second question is, do you think that you'd be a different father had you had a son opposed to a daughter mm. because of the whole double standard stigma on girls can't do this, but boys can do this and this, that, and the other? That, that is a really great question. Uh, I would like to think that I wouldn't because like even prior going into uh, fatherhood, I've already worked to change my thinking of um, trying to be equal when it comes to, you know, as equal as possible to come to raising, you know, um, kids, whether they're, you know, boy or girl. So uh, I, I would like to think that I would absolutely, you know, keep it consistent. That's, that's a question I ask a lot of my friends who got both sons and girls. Um, cause like I said, I, I don't want to, like, if I, if I'm going to be kind of stern and assertive with my son on certain topics, I'm you know, do the same thing for my daughter. If she, you know, she constantly falls and, you know, trips all the time and I just, you know, Hey, get up, you know, say, you okay? you know, at first I ask her, is she okay? But I'm like, you cool. All right, come on. Like, you know, get up. You're going to fall. You'll keep falling. You know what I'm saying? You got to get up when you do that. So, I mean, yeah, I would, I would try to do, be, be consistent with that. I like how you said consistent opposed to fair. Mm. I like that because fair for somebody isn't fair for someone else. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So I like how you said consistent. That goes in, in with knowing them because say the you do have the boy and the girl and you want to treat them like you said consistent but you got to know maybe your son is a little more sensitive than your daughter. So you could talk to her a little more stern and she's not going to take it personal but your son might clam up. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of understand on who you're talking to and how they're going to perceive it and vice versa, either way, even with the same sex kids and, you know, talking to one and then talking to another is completely different. They understand different. It's just like no different from us. What is that noise? Who's got a, a pickup truck in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> Ron, the little kids moving you out. No, they done got quiet now. I think they went in the house finally. They probably heard your old grumpy yeah, they, ass, boy. Man, they done, that's you know that's wilding, the bro. The <laughs> he said the street lights is on. Why y'all outside? Exactly. Mr. Ron upstairs. He hey, always well, fussing. It's like that time, hey. I, that, that time we was at Alabama Q. 
Oh Lord, oh, you listen. got two stories. You don't have oh, right. Hit him up early about the story right before we go get up out of here. Yeah, go hit that story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This this story ain't about me to be honest. He's got story, no, but no. this one ain't about. This is actually about him. Uh, uh, got he, probably more, he, he probably has more stories on me than I do on him, but. <laughs> Hell, discretion is the key. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You made you sign the NDA before you came on the show. Not at all. I'm an open book. What y'all, well, listen, no, y'all don't know nothing that he don't know. I mean, I maybe. Know. He might. I don't know. We'd have kicked it. He had good yeah. times. He didn't got to fake kick it. Kick, like, kicked it and got up and went to church. So, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, Daryl, we appreciate you for coming on. So, tell everybody. How they can listen to your podcast, how they can follow you and see what's going on in your world. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Twitter is my social media drug. And that's at Daryl, D-A-2-R-S-Y-L, the number two, Golden. Uh, also, go to my website, Daryl2Golden.com. Uh, you can find some of my work uh, in news and as a freelance videographer. Um, and check out the podcast, Follow the Figure. Um, and like I said, again, on all uh, streaming platforms. All right, guys. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, we're not quite done with Daryl yet because I mean, he, he listens. He knows there's a segment on our show called And the Church Said where he's going to give us some words of wisdom. We're going to be like, amen, Daryl. All right. So if you want to hear what he's going to say, you got to keep listening. And quick, quick, cue. Stop looking at me like that. Right here on Black <laughs> Educated <laughs> in Rock. <laughs> Black icons. It's strong. It's empowerment. It's leadership. It's me. It's the culture. I'm African-American. My skin tone is brown. I have a son. He's African-American. His skin tone is brown. I'm here to uplift. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to lead. You can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram. And right now we're working on the website, so anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM. And someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons. positive note i wanted to leave uh you know folks make sure you uh, let the young you take care of the old you you don't want the old you to take care of the young you so um do everything that you got to do now uh because like i said you don't want to be later on in life still trying to chase those dreams and you know you're far behind so um network uh shoot that shot shoot that email and because the worst thing someone can say is no and the church said, Amen. Amen. Everybody want to be a rapper, but don't nobody want to rap. Well, we're going to give you a chance to rap on Slap It or Dab It. Send us your music, your MP3 to blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com and we'll play it. What's even better is we're going to invite you to the show and then you can show the world and us what you got. You think you got what it takes? We're going to see. What's good? This is Will Gittins. And this is JR. And we're the Island, Island Boys. Boys. And we stay listening to Black Educated and Broke. 
Alrighty, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. Again, thank you again to Daryl Golden uh, for being on our Black Educated and Fatherhood and just let his experience known about being a father. If you guys want to um, follow him, like I said, we have his information. It's going to be all on our social media. So be sure to follow that um, on our Instagram, which is at Black Educated and Broke, as well as our Facebook and on Twitter, which is BEB Podcast underscore ATL. So before the break, you know, we was all getting excited. It has been a while since we've had a slap it or dab it, but we are back. And we ain't just got one. We got like a two for one. We got a group. We got a group called the Island Boys. But you know, this is Q's segment. I'm going to let him go ahead and take that on over. Go ahead, Q. I think it's kind of funny that Randy tried to imitate the Island accent. I did. (laughs) I love it. I don't know if anybody caught that. (laughs) Don't be a hater dog. Oh, man. It is slap it or dab it, as you know. This is uh, one of my favorite segments that we do on our show. Um, it's always a pleasure to bring forth new talent, um, people that you haven't heard of, folks that I would consider underground or on the come up um, to doing big things in the music industry. Um, this week, as Randy stated, we do have the Island Boys. Uh, we, people find us, we find them. These gentlemen happen to find us on our social media page, uh, Black Educated and Broke on Instagram. So here we are. Um, they got a song that they're going to bring out. They're going to tell us a little bit about themselves. And then we're going to kick this thing off like we do. Now, a little brief synopsis on Slap It or Dap It. Uh, for the people listening, y'all know how it go. If we like you, that means we're going to slap your music. It goes in the car. It goes wherever we go. and We bumping it. But if we're not really falling it, not feeling it, not funking with it, then we got to dap you up. And I'm going to see you later, partner. All love, no disrespect. But we got to get the people what they want, all right? So back to my fellas. We got y'all here. Appreciate y'all coming to be on the show. Let us know who the Island Boys are. Let us know the single that we're going to play for Slapper to Dap It. And then just kind of give us a you know a little synopsis on where the people can find you and if they want to check you out in person whenever this whole pandemic thing clears up, how they can do that, all right? It's on you. Sounds good. Appreciate that. Well, I'm Will. Um, this is JR. We're blood brothers, same mother, same father. We're from Trinidad, Tobago, born and raised. Um, moved to, to Nashville, Tennessee when we were younger. Um, I ended up going to music school for college. He went to Morehouse. Um, and so real talk is just like we went on in the college days. We It's the first time in our lives we, we separated and to go up our separate ways in college, different colleges um, and kept in touch. And, and then in 2016, uh, we linked back up to live together in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? And in the in the two years prior to that, like about 2014, 2015, I had started to take social media serious and started to gain a, a fan base, you know? It started off as something that I didn't know what, what the ending was going to be, but it ended up my consistency and everything else blowing up. And so I became this, this internet sensation and then, I was just like, dang, man, like I have all this attention, but I don't have no music. So I packed up a U-Haul and moved to Atlanta. And my brother and I created a project, five track project. That's still our most successful project we've ever dropped. And since then, you know, it's 2020 now and stuff's kind of crazy. But we've been um, continuously putting out music out since then. And it's continue- continuously evolved into to us just doing music for ourselves to now us writing I'm producing records for some of your favorite artists you hear on the radio. Like mm-hmm. who? 
Well, uh, ironically, I just posted on my Instagram. I wrote a song that's on Trey Song's new album that's about to drop. It's called Hit Different. Um, shout out to my homies B Hess and Marquise and the whole UCMG family. Mm-hmm. And um, we got we got about two or three records. We got like three records on our friend Ro Timmy's album coming out. We got a couple oh, records oh. On, on Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson, um, Tank. We got like three records on on Tank's next project. Mm-hmm. And then um, sorry for the music, y'all. It's a studio right there. <laughs> but um, and then we got a couple records on Chris Brown and. A lot of the other ones are pending, are pending, so it's like you guys are hearing this information first. So hey, right. break the news. Well, but I, I listen, you got to see the faces of these co-hosts when y'all see this video. <laughs> My question right. is like, when you say when you say you have records with enemies, like did you do their beats? You have a song with them? Like, what does that mean? Oh uh, yeah, well that's kind of what Island Boys. Um, that's what that's kind of what we do. Uh, it started off pretty much with me helping out. On, he was a songwriter and I was a producer. Started up, we both started off as musicians, and um, I started off uh, as a producer and with a production company. And I started making music, and so we started making. I started making music to his um, writing, and from there we just kind of started a collaborative that um, labels could hire as an independent contractor, and we just work with artists to come up with. Um, songs to diversify that catalog or a new song for an artist or to kind of get a uh, retro throwback. Kind of mm-hmm. Okay, that before listen, we got a break in five minutes. So in these five minutes, you got to give us like a sample of what y'all do or something. Like, go on and go on and say, what y'all got, Island Boys? Oh, shoot, it's, it's kind of be hard for us to, to um, play something with all his bass right here. No excuses, But I can actually yes. play the... Um, the, uh, the, the latest song that we dropped is called Alone. The okay. song that we sent. Just uh, like this. Social distance, but I need it. So conceited. I gave you all of me, but you wasted my time. Don't know why you still have power over me. And in any place in my mind, all the hurt and the pain comes. Over and over again, I can't fight. Try to run away, I'm pulling back in. I'm gonna turn the play. It's the silence that you left me with when you broke my heart in two. After all I've done for you, you act like you don't care how I feel. Now you're blowing up my phone, cause you know you did me wrong. If this is what love is, then I'd rather be alone. I'd rather be alone. I'd rather be alone. <laughs> all right, boy. You trying to already get it started? We want to go and need to play the record now. Serious. <laughs> all right, yeah. Let's do it. Well, Wait, I was, I was, he said the warehouse. Oh yeah, get in there, get in there, get in there, Maya. Go ahead, Maya. What's up, Maya? You see, love. I went to Clark Atlanta. You know. Oh yeah, that's what's up. What year? Twenty sixteen. All right, cool. You? Yeah, I went in 08 and I came out uh, twenty thirteen. You know the AUC got to take an extra year. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. What dorm? I stayed freshman year. I stayed Hubert Hall. Okay. And then okay. I stayed in the suites, and then after that I stayed in uh, uh, Magnolia. I'm sure you okay. know where that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm real familiar with the suites. 
Mind your businesses. Uh, <laughs> you made our by sharing. My Morehouse brother. Uh, my Morehouse oh, brother always made dinner on gotcha. Sunday. Oh. Here's what they say. Uh, That's the new uh, term for it. Okay. You know, after chapel <laughs> and coronation and everything was dinner and, you know, catching up mm-hmm. and all that. Jazz. Anyways, mm. <clears throat> I said Murner. I was in Murner Hall. Well, okay, geez. that's what's up. Okay. Okay, oh, back to Because y'all are self. Okay. Okay. On that note, we're gonna <laughs> take a break, guys. For those who are just tuning in, guys, we are with the Island Boys. We're with uh Will and Junior. Junior. Hey, JR, let me get it right. <laughs> Wait. Oh well, you're not is it because you named after are you a junior? Yeah, yeah I mean it is. <laughs> That's kind of where we started. Um our dad is a singer songwriter, and that's kind of ah. where we got stuff from. So I, I, that's I'm his namesake. So um, from there, that's kind of my tag, my production tag. Like anytime you listen to a song and you hear Julia, that's actually our mom. That's um, <laughs> my tag. That's I love it. Right, after oh, y'all drop them names, they've been discombobulated. Let's go to break. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. When we come back, Work. we're gonna hear more with the Island Boys. We're gonna they gave us a live of their Alone demo, but we may talk a little bit more about Toxic. But you're gonna hear the next song, and you gotta hear if Black Educated Broker is gonna slap it or dap it right here on. What I said, black educated. It broke. Hey, say, man, somebody told me y'all ain't been watching the YouTube channel. It's not that hard. All you got to do is type in black educated and broke in the search bar. You can listen to it while you driving, while you working out, whatever, while you doing homework, school papers, whatever, man. Just cut it on and listen and explore, expand your mind. Alrighty, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Boy with the Island Boys. Black Educated and Broke. With the island boys, <laughs> you, know, you, you get that all You're island still talk. Still struggling, you all right? Listen, it's hard Let me say this: I am very much impressed. Um, just because for you guys to be so talented, you look pretty young. Are you guys millennials as well? Uh, I guess considered I'm thirty. Twenty-eight. Okay, yeah, the same you age. Didn't miss it. He was in Morehouse at 08. Yes, my class. I mean, that, baby, that don't matter, honey, because honey, that hey, don't matter. That's the third. Let's be clear. Uh, sugar mama application. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Okay, well, wherever they at, honey, find them. But anyway, so right before the break, we were going to tease their latest single, Toxic. Um, but I'm going to actually let them do all the teasing and bringing up the song. You do y'all, Island Boys. You listen to Island Boys. This song is called Toxic, produced by JR, written by Will Gittins, my homie AJ, and Custom. Uh, yeah, let me know if you slap or pass it. All right, here we go. Crazy, 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 but I can't leave her alone. Baby, she my baby. Yeah, yeah. She lives like 
That time I did it like a stripper, finessing <laughs> all these niggas. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, we just came from Atlanta. That's my part. <laughs> no, a few of them. Uh, what you say? What you say, Ron? No, no, a few of them. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> no, here, boy. Sounds like my. Hey. So y'all go ahead that and start. That reminds me of the time I got finessed in Blue Flame. It's all good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so wait a minute. You don't want to. We don't share this story. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and get into the voting of the Slap It or Dap It. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let's start. I'm going to go first this time. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay, I, was fun, I, I like this song a lot. <laughs> um, it doesn't sound like anything that's out as far as R&B. It's got a different swing and the feel to it. Not something that... I can appreciate with um, Caribbean artists. I know we had Ethic on here that time, and I said the same thing about them. They bring a different uh, tune, as they would say, to it. It's a whole nother swing, man. It's not like listening to Summer Walker or SZA or Brad Fiez or Bryson Tiller. Like, it's got a whole different another groove to it. Like, I immediately got into it and was ready to groove. That's something that I would slap going down 85 when we going to head somewhere on a sunny day, I got the roof open and everything, man. I, I like that. I, I like that. Appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, well, I'll just go right over to myself because, yes, I'm going to slap it as well. Very much like you said, because I can just picture, you know, riding in the car. I got it on blasting, doing what I do in the car. And, you know, and just vibe into it. Like, I like it completely. I like the lyrics. I like the voice. Like, the little, how you went up the little high voice. I don't know what you call that, honey. But anyway, I was like, okay. What, falsetto? It was, but it didn't sound like a full falsetto. But maybe it was, you child. But I like that part. Um, So I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I slapped for me. That's two slaps. Ron, what you got? I'm gonna slap that thing, man. I can uh I can see myself riding down with one of them in the car with me, looking at me like this yeah. song, right? <laughs> shit about you. you know I you know I said that saying? song to them, right? <laughs> hey, when you when you said uh she don't get away, she have a whole a whole fit. It's a problem. Yeah, you talking about your ass. Yeah, you talking about you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she don't get away, she calls a whole scene. A whole scene. Man. Hey, don't, yeah. don't leave out Maya. They talk, they talking about Maya on that part. Yeah, that is me. Oh, I'm gonna slap I can admit there, that, man. you know. Appreciate that. Okay, Maya, I'm, what else you want to admit then? I'm just a little bit spoiled. That's all. Not a lot. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> ask you nothing, Ron. Ron, y'all right? <laughs> okay, the over there with face. COVID. Wait a minute. Now. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, Maya. I've you been to get his ass back. <laughs> okay, Maya, what's up with the Island Boys? I'm going to slap it because y'all know I'm an R&B girl, you know. Nice little vibe to it, like you said. As soon as it started playing, it was like, okay, I like this. I I can I can vibe to this. <laughs> so I'll slap it. I like it. Thank you guys. It was very nice. No problem. Thank you guys. Mike Beasley. 
they know I'm not easily impressed by nothing. No, but I not. can definitely see uh, uh, why you guys are, are working, especially with somebody like uh, Chris Brown, because that song that's just a lot of flavor. And I am like my I'm the R&B guy because hip hop don't impress me at mm. all in 2020. So I'm definitely gonna yeah. slap this song. Definitely gonna slap. That's it. Awesome, I already man. added it uh, to the playlist, and I, I you know, how hey. I cheat. I cheat because I do the schedule, and I, I listen to it alone when y'all first send it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I can listen to that with the lights off, with the candles lit yeah. in my room, but it still be a vibe. I can like get up and start the Anything else you would like to share? <laughs> <laughs> wow, y'all really okay. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, girl, see, you see, play too much with these folks. See, look. <laughs> So know know that we have know that we have um like you guys did that uh, toxic. I mean you don't have to just stop it or pass it. But what do you guys think about alone? Go ahead, my look at my. She ready. She ready. Like I no, I forgot remember. I had muted myself. See, Randy and Mike are the ones who cheat. I haven't heard alone other than your um your Snippy. acapella right there. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. That that one is a real like lyrically and con con. Uh, Concept-wise, conceptually, it's a really, really cool song. I like the right, live so performance that he gave. I'm because he did the live performance. That's what he. That's why he started with. Now, just from that alone, like I like sometimes live over listening and recorded. Mm-hmm. So just from that part that I saw, I was like, yeah, you can feel that it was a. It gave me like it's maybe an earthy type of song. So I'm, I, I like what I heard there. Just that sample, and I'm gonna finish listening. Cause y'all, y'all really talented, like straight up. What be tripping to me though is people that who may have an accent, like you guys say, so you're from Trinidad, Tobago. Yeah, you, when you sing, you don't hear none of that. It sounds like it, you know, normal. How y'all do that? Yeah, normal. Well, the thing is, it's like, and if in our like the, the genres from where we're from, like Soko and other stuff, we'll sing in a dialect. And our dialect, talking wise, it's a natural singing kind of melody. We sing, we talk like this. So it's I like, say that all the time. Like, Stop especially, <laughs> yeah, especially women. They'll be like, I'm going down to the blah, 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 blah. So it's like, imagine while you're singing a song, having that accent. So for us, we just like people from the UK, when we sing, we're going to sing like in, in, a, in a pretty, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Western accent. Just imitation, yeah. long and short of it. Just learning how to imitate different accents. And just like when we moved here, um, it took us a while to be able to acclimate by that, like learning how to imitate. And just kind of like after a lot of years, we learned how to imitate with the speaking and then mm-hmm. um, and then with the singing as well. So, Well, y'all got it. We like it, you know, and women love men with accents. So good for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and they got to go listen oh to Alone because uh, that, that, the, the song is good and it's... Uh, was that part of because you know you did me wrong i'd rather be alone you know me they say men can't say that we ain't supposed to say that to women but you know i don't cuss on this show it's a family show but shit me i play that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no yeah we it, and i wrote that song because i mean these days people are a lot of men especially in the black r&b um not r&b but the black hip-hop world like you said it's like people are scared to 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 be human they just always right. want to act like they're hard and this it's like we get our heart broke too you know what i'm saying we have feelings too so i just wrote a song that's just like yo some shorty did me wrong and it's like if this is what love is and i'd rather be alone you know what i'm saying so yeah it is, yeah, it is. And, and is what's funny what's funny is the, right. the person that mixed the song is this guy and he like 
he mixed Tiana Taylor's album. Like, there's a whole bunch of rap and stuff. He's like, yo, this is one of my favorite songs I mixed because mm-hmm. he had just broke up with his girlfriend and it, like, he just, like, it just spoke to him. And, you know, so sometimes it's more than just, like, like, like I get a good beat or something. It's just like lyrically and content wise, what how it makes someone feel. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's Plus, it. they got so many songs on us. We need something on them. Stop <laughs> yeah. Go write like, like, your diary. Get the heck you know out of here. Oh. So, Island Boys, uh, Jr. and Will, uh, get in here. Can you guys mm-hmm. let us know how we can listen to your music? How we can follow you guys? What y'all got coming up? We need the whole schmeal. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, you can follow me at uh. Will Gittens, that's W-I-L-L-G-I-T-T-E-N-S. And that's across all platforms. If you look up Will Gittens, you'll be able to find me. You can find me at Produced by JR on all platforms. That's Produced, like the word P-R-O-D-U-C-E-D, by D-Y-J-R, Junior. And um, our music, you can find um, on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, like pretty much anywhere yeah, music. anywhere that they distribute music pandora like anything you could find is just look up will gittens and you'll be able to find um all the stuff that we've done and if the, the to, we've actually just just now started to to work as as a duo and to but we we still need to put out projects and stuff as the entity and stuff so yeah. this is actually just the first interview that we're doing as as the duo mm-hmm. but um anything that you see of me you, my brother is, is a huge part of and vice versa. And that's what kind of drove the duo and moving out here to LA, that kind of was a heavy kind of influence for us. The ground that we're able to cover together is yeah. it's been like, it's been really just kind of exponential for us. So for us, we just kind of wanted to continue to build and grow content with this, this brand. And so we appreciate you guys for giving us the opportunity to. Well, no, we we appreciate you guys for being on the show. I think we love to see brotherhood. We love to see, you know, black empowerment, which is what you guys are doing. Like, you know, y'all raising the bar. I'm sure your family is super proud of you guys. You know, you have good music, mm-hmm. good content. Come off of you guys have really good character. So, you. you know, we just really appreciate you guys for being on the show. So, um, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with the Island Boys. Again, all their social. We'll have it on our social. Actually, we're going to have it on our website, which is blackeducatedandbroke.com so be sure to follow us there guys we're gonna get into our last break before we get into Ron's rundown Ron real quick what's one of them highlights you're gonna be talking about during your rundown P.I.'s new album okay there's there's no enthusiasm <laughs> there's no enthusiasm so is that is that an idea how you feel <laughs> yeah, wait a minute wait a minute wait we, we just had this dynamic duo <laughs> a live performance this this song that's right <laughs> they our first live right. performance at that you know what i'm saying <laughs> he said what you talking about he said well guys you know this is what we do like education bro. if y'all want to hear the rest of ron's rundown and the rest of our shenanigans you gotta come right back here on black educated and broke <laughs> Social distance is what I needed. You're so conceited. I gave you all of me, but you wasted my time. Don't know why you still have power over me. And it replays in my mind all the hurt and the pain you caused me. Over and over again, I keep falling. Trying to run 
songs for your favorite artists or making videos to go viral online i'm looking to catch up on what's trending in the streets black educated and broke is the only show i'm listening to they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and all fine art starts with a vision through extensive research and studying barbie Dalming lashes are crafted to enhance your beauty inside and out Unlike synthetic lashes you can find in stores or online, Barbie Dalming lashes are made with a soft cotton band, which makes them lightweight, comfortable, and easy to apply. Don't let me forget, you can wear these lashes up to 25 times with proper care. Get dolled up and shop at www.barbiedowbeauty.com. And ladies, Barbie is spelled B-A-R-B-E-E. See you later. Some of them men think they freak this like we do, but no, they don't. Make your check come at the neck. Disrespect us, no, they won't. Yo, what up? Algie Smith right here, and you're watching Black Educated and Broke. But we ain't broke. We get, we moving on up. You know what I'm saying? We moving on up. Yes, sir. It's your boy Ron, bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip-hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be, too. Let's go. Oh, what a fun interview with the Island Boys. Like, we just enjoyed them. I think Maya enjoyed them a little too much. But, you know, it's cool, sis. Y'all got to see her face. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's A-U-C-U and a T, okay? No, nah, I get it. That man said Chris the, Brown, boy, your whole face changed. Like she's still blushing. I love it. Wait, I, wait, I'm laughing still. But hold up, don't don't do me like that. I am not. It's the not. truth. We got I, we got to get in the runs rundown. But like literally, they said Trey songs and this smirk came on Randy's face. <laughs> <laughs> so when y'all what? see this video, y'all go watch it. And then they said Chris Brown, Omaya lit up. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know that, but they were dope. So shout out to the Island Boys. Like I said, Absolutely. follow them Absolutely. on social. Download their their single "Alone" as well as "Toxic." It's on your favorite streaming platform. Like it's amazing. But yeah, let's yeah. not let's get into Ron's rundown with his dry tease about Ti album coming out. <laughs> Ron, what else happened on the damn rundown? Yo, what's good, kings and queens? This young man said he fucked his money up. Now he can't real. He ran up in his spot. Just to get his stacks up. Now he back on deck. So shawty, what the fuck you want? He heard you talking shit. But this doctorate degree is what the fuck you want. Shout out to Walker Walker. You really have to read that lyric? He did have to read that. Like that song is not No, I know the whole song. I know the whole song, bro. 
Don't do me like that. I, I don't mean, remember I like, like his intro. Come on, don't, don't read it. Stop know it. On my shit. Fat check. Anyway, like Fat I said, check. shout out to uh Rock, to Walker Flock of Fame, man. He got his doctor uh, honorary doctor degree in uh philanthropy and uh I just want to say this right, human humanitarianism. Um so now that boy is uh going to he tweeted that he is going to dedicate his life to suicide prevention and mental illness. Uh he had a brother that uh that uh, committed suicide back in 2013. Uh, he tweeted, uh, I officially uh, dedicated my life to suicide prevention and mental health. Y'all not alone. Walker Flock of Flame is here with y'all. So the boy's gonna commit his, commit his life to uh, making sure that he take care of people with mental illnesses so they don't hurt themselves or others. So shout out to him, man. And, and as this- a shout out to him really quickly for you, I know you better turn up on the next story, whatever you about to say. But you know, but Wiz Khalifa, shout out to him, you know, last year, um, uh, around this time last year, Gruber did the Polo uh, Atlanta Fashion Show Classic Awards. Um, Atlanta Polo Classic Fashion Show. And we had Waka Flocka there, you know, Q, he left us a drop. And we appreciate him for telling us, giving us words of wisdom then. Oh, and yeah, then, that drop is dope. And he just retweeted yeah. us the other day as well. So shout out to him. I just wanted to throw that out. Go ahead, Ron. Who is it? It's the king, bitch. Oh. Shout out to T.I. T.I. announced oh. his oh. new album. Oh, now Nobody you wants it. <laughs> This guy here. Somebody did turn down Kamala real quick. We, you know, yeah, we gotta, yeah. <laughs> but T.I. announced his new album, Libra. The legend is back running. Atlanta comes out October 16th. It's got features from Young Thug, Rick Ross, Snoop Dogg, Benny the Butcher, uh, John Legend. His young son, The Money, made the cut. Mm-hmm. Lil Baby, can't wait to hear that one. Jadakiss and Jeremiah. Uh, he's also doing, he's also partnering with All Hip Hop on a stimulus giveaway. So 10 days, uh, he's going to be giving away $1,200. So fans can uh, vote on their favorite songs from his past albums. And uh, just randomly, you'll be selected to win $1,200. So it's going for the next 10 days. I think it started yesterday on the 6th. So good luck. Y'all try to see if y'all can get y'all some money. Q, I know you can appreciate this one. URL, Kings versus Queens. That's URL. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's next week. Yep. Yes, sir. On the 17th. Can't uh, wait. That's smacking them going against Queen of the Ring. So it's seven of the best smack MCs, males, and seven of the best female MCs from Queen of the Ring. So this is going down uh, October 17th. It's free on caffeine, and it starts at 4 p.m. I got the card for y'all. Uh, I'll put it in the order that I think it's going to be. I might be wrong. So we got Swamp versus Casey J. DNA versus Vixen, Romney versus C3, Arsenal versus Official, Charlie Kip, Charlie Clips, yes, Charlie Clips from Wildin' Out, versus Couture, which is his ex-girlfriend, so you know that's gonna be Shady. K-Shine versus E-Heart, that boy Shine is a beast, and Sue Sir versus 40 Bars. That's gonna be a good one too. Oh, I'm ready for the Charlie Clips in this Arsenal. That's gonna be some fire, that's gonna hit. I think Clips and Arsenal battle already, bro. No, I'm talking about them going in. Oh my God! Oh, man, reading it, don't my bad. My fault. My fault. My That's my fault. Yeah, Arsenal. Arsenal official gonna get down because actually for a female, official get with dudes like it's nothing. So she gonna she gonna go Arsenal hard. Clips and Couture. Yeah, that's gonna be messy. Uh, 
the but why you at it though? Sue Surf and Forty Bars is gonna be good too because she can't stand that Negro. So that's gonna be a good one. Uh, I told y'all in the last uh, episode in the last show that uh, Delonte West, uh, Mark Cuban was offering Delonte West some help, man. And uh, Delonte West took him up on it. He's in rehab right now, and they said he's doing just fine. So shout out to him, man. Prayers up for him. Hope he get himself together. Hold on. Who's uh, that, the boxer, Giovante? No, uh, former NBA player Delonte West. He oh, played Delonte. for the Cavaliers, and he played for the Dallas Mavericks. Sorry, you said um, Delonte. He's had some mental issues as well as addiction, and he's been homeless for a while. So Mark Cuban found him, said, man, I'll help you out any way I can, and uh. Thank God Delonte took him up on that, man. So he's getting himself together. So like I said, prayers up to him. That's it for me, man. That's all I got on the rundown. You want to say how they can follow you, Ron? Oh, yeah, my bad. Follow me on Twitter at (laughs) MRFYP. Oh, y'all discombobulated. (laughs) I looked up at the the debate real quick. My bad. It's Friday. The debate came on Wednesday. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yes. Thank you for Ron's rundown, guys. Just follow him on Mr. FYPM and follow us on all things black, educated, and broke except for Twitter, which is BEB podcast underscore ATL. So this concludes our show. We had a really good show this week. Again, shout out to Daryl Golden for coming on our show for Black, Educated, and Fatherhood. Shout out to the Island Boys, JR and Will Giddens for uh, dropping those amazing musical tracks, Alone and Toxic. And, you know, we appreciate everybody that's been listening and rocking with us. Shout out to, uh, uh, what you just said his name? What's his name? Uh, Waka Flocka. Shout out to Waka Flocka again. because Doctor. Dr. Waka Flocka because I just remember like remember when me and Q went last year it felt like it, I didn't was the right time and you know he was like man we, we just gotta get it we just gotta go get it and he got, and he was so cool he wasn't tripping or nothing and I wanna say other people were trying to get the mic but are trying to get him to talk but he talked to us so that was very impressionable and with that that does make me want to remind you guys so for this weekend uh, Sunday is the another the, that's the Atlanta Fashion Polo Classic is the back again the fashion show um, you know, it's going to be me holding it down. I'm going to have, you know, BEB crew there. We're going to try to catch a, a lot of the event. As we know, last year, um, Miguel Wilson, who's over this fashion show, he started the Polo Club at uh, Morehouse. So, you know, he's doing a lot of big things in the community. We love to support black excellence. So Black Educated and Broke will be in the building. So, guys, you want to catch up on all of our latest shows? Maya, how can they listen? You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Altel.com, the podcast app, player.fm, myturnerradio.com, backtracks.fm, and listen notes. And might be, um, other than this amazing content, what else is on our website at blackeducatedandbroke.com? Of course, we got Maya's blog, The Mayan Empire. Of course, you can check out those episodes, YouTube, some videos. Speaking of the Polo Classic from last year, Got a couple of videos of Q and Randy held it down last year, and that's where they met uh, another Caribbean artist, Brother Prime Ethic. Yes. That video he did for us when he came in studio um, last year. Dope. Dope, dope. So we got so much good stuff, guys. And as always, as Maya would say, subscribe, 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 subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, Black Educated and Broke. So you guys can not only just listen to this excellence that we're spewing, you can actually watch us in colored, candid television. Yes. All right. So on that note, it's Biggie Girl, Randy O. Mike B. It's Maya. 
It's your boy Ron, man. Uh, my Titans never play football again. Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't get your coach boom looking ass out of here, boy. Hey, man, it's time to cue the takeover, man. We see y'all next week, baby. Lakers on three. Get <laughs> shit out of here. And I'm stopping on that note. You better get up on my face.